Hello, my name is Dr. Alexander Bayork. I am a physiatrist, also known as a physical medicine and rehabilitation specialist, more of a mouthful. And we're here at Sarasota Memorial Hospital. I work at the rehab pavilion that's attached and newly opened here last year. I'm here to answer your questions today on stroke rehabilitation, what it is, uh, what it entails, and how we can best serve you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about stroke rehabilitation and what is it and when should a patient start stroke rehab? So in a nutshell, stroke rehab is taking someone who has had a stroke and has deficits from that stroke and trying to recover as much function as we can in a short period of time. Um, there are many different ways that you can go about that and different locations that you can go. Typically, you'll present to the emergency department and you have unfortunately found out that you or your loved one has had a stroke. And you'll be acutely managed here in our emergency room, usually with a, an admission to the hospital. They're gonna work on imaging your brain, making sure that they find out all the risk factors to your stroke. When that's all stabilized, the second that you're ready, bring them on over. Um, almost most of the stroke patients that we see in our acute hospital usually qualify for inpatient rehabilitation facility, such as what we have here. This is intensive rehab, so we're talking three hours of therapy every day, usually at least 15 hours of therapy a week. Speech therapists, physical and occupational therapy will be seeing you in conjunction with myself, case managers, and specially trained rehab nurses. There are other areas that you can go from the acute hospital. You can also go to a subacute rehab facility if you can't tolerate three hours of therapy a day. And that's okay, you can still get some great rehab but the most intensive version is here. One of the best things about our comprehensive stroke rehabilitation program here, uh, head by Dr. Concha and others, is that they're catching strokes earlier and they're treating them more effectively. And so actually they're, they're kind of doing our job for us. And a lot of the patients aren't coming really in a, a higher deficit form. And they're able to actually, some are able to go home without even going to any inpatient rehab facility at all and they usually go and transition to outpatient rehabilitation services, which are also uh, intensive. So what would the goal of stroke rehab be? So the goal of stroke rehab, the way I kind of think about it, if you think about a hypothetical patient who's had a stroke, um, what are some of the deficits that you have when you have a stroke? So trouble speaking. Um, maybe you know what you want to say, but you have a difficulty expressing yourself, or you may have difficulty understanding what people are saying. Uh, difficulty with paralysis of one or both sides. Usually one side, um, so for instance, the loss of the use of your arm or your leg completely or maybe in just minor ways or subtle ways. You can have difficulties with balance, vision difficulties, um, as well as swallowing difficulties where you ha sometimes even have to uh, receive artificial nutrition for a period of time before you can get a modified diet with thickened liquids and, and different foods and solids as you're trying to work on regaining that swallowing uh, reflex. And that is under the, the use of a speech language pathologist. So what we do is we take a look at those deficits and then we look at what we need to do as a human being to function in a daily, daily life. So getting dressed, um, using the, the restroom, getting up out of bed, transferring between surfaces, walking, maybe with the use of an assistive device. We look at each of those areas of your life that lead to independence and the ability to live at home by yourself or with help. And 
through the use of a physical, occupational, or speech language uh, therapy team, we address those deficits functionally and try to improve you as much as we can in your two to three weeks stay while you're at rehab. That's what our focus is, and then on my perspective, I work with that team to try to keep you medically stable, and if I can, help coordinate anything from a physiatry standpoint. So for instance, uh, prescription and use of a brace for your foot. If you're having foot difficulties where it's dropping downward and you're dragging it when you're walking, sometimes you'll need a brace, also called an AFO. We also have multiple technologies in-house here, and we're getting more every year that augment that therapy process. So we have, we were just uh, speaking of the vector system, which holds you up as you're walking. We have uh, exoskeletons, which are FDA approved um, machines that can help you, your legs move, given a certain level of upper extremity strength. Um, we have a locomat, which is kind of similar on a treadmill. All of these technologies have been shown and proven to improve your rehabilitation stay and your functional progress um, while you're with us. So can patients and their families choose where they get post-stroke inpatient rehab? Um, so like if a patient is receiving care at facility A but wants to transfer to facility B, can they do that? Yes and no. I'll say that there is a lot of choice in where you receive your rehabilitation. but less choice in what level of rehabilitation you'll receive. That's somewhat out of your control. If you have certain medical needs and you're able to participate in three hours of therapy a day and your insurance matches up, which of course is always a consideration and we're always working hard to make sure that we can support you from an insurance standpoint um, or otherwise, then you can come to an inpatient intensive rehabilitation facility, which is what our pavilion is here. If you're not able to tolerate that, you may need to go to a subacute facility or home with home health services and hired help. That's not really a decision you can make quite as much between those different levels. Within that level, if you kind of go along from side to side, you can choose which facility you want to go to. For instance, you can go to Health South. There are various uh, uh, rehab facilities across the Tampa Bay area um, that we work with and try to coordinate care for the, the populace here. Um, that is your decision. Of course, we want you to come to Sarasota Memorial Hospital because we're excited to have you. We have excellent technology, great teams, um, very well-trained therapists, and, uh, and, and we're here to provide those services to you now. So what are the important criteria to consider when choosing where to go for stroke recovery rehabilitation? So I would say um, part of it would be, is it close to where you live? For instance, if it's a subacute facility, if it's an inpatient rehab facility that's more intensive, I would start thinking in the quality. What's the quality of the rehab I'm going to be receiving? How are the therapists trained? What technology do they provide? Do they have good reviews? And uh, that's, of course, why I would recommend you to come to us because we have all three, all of the above. Um, another, another consideration is if you've had other friends and loved ones who have done well at that facility and you've heard they've done well, um, that can be a good review, so to speak. Um, you can do online reviews. We also have case managers and pre-admission assessment specialists that are happy to discuss with you the pros and cons of different locations and they're available 24-7, uh, seven days a week to discuss those concerns with you if you get in touch with us. So can you please tell us about some of the latest advances in stroke rehab? 
So stroke rehab is my favorite part of rehab because it's constantly changing. There's so much progress that you can see in real time, even just over a course of a couple weeks. And the technology is there um, and it's improving yearly because there's a lot of funding nationally for stroke rehab um, compared to some of the other rehabs because it's such a large problem within the United States, the amount of strokes that you see, kind of like myocardial infarctions. It's one of the, the higher mortalities. So we see a lot of folks with stroke rehab, and uh, there are a lot of emerging technologies. Some of them, I should caution, are still in the beginning stages. So they're in clinical trials, or they may not even be that. They may be testing on animal studies. It might be even more theoretical. I think the issue is, in today's society, uh, it's at times you'll, you'll hear about a cool new technology, something that's really promising, like stem cell therapy and it kind of captures your imagination and the news picks up on that and kind of uh, disseminates it, I think it's just important to kind of uh, take it with a grain of salt and take a look at who exactly they're enrolling, um, what are some of the criteria for these folks entering these trials, are they still undergoing trials, and this is, is this even available and safe or FDA approved for the general public. With that being said, some of the cooler technologies in my mind uh, are transcranial magnetic stimulation, which sounds really complicated, but essentially just something over your head without any invasion into your space intracranially. They do some magnetic pulses to kind of stimulate neuroplasticity, regrowth and reformation of the brain tissue underneath. That's showing a lot of promise and it's relatively non-invasive. Uh, there are some medications that are supporting. Uh, so for instance, you may have heard of Prozac, usually used more as an antidepressant, has been shown to improve Improve, uh, improve motor function after taken for a period of one to three months. Um, so not used for its antidepressant effect, but it's actually improving motor recovery after that paralysis. Um, there are stem cell trials underway and there is some promise to that, but again, strokes are so different and so varying in the parts of the brains that, they, that it actually affects. I would, that would be the technology I would say is probably most in the media, but I would take it also with the most grain of salt. Um, but really, the focus isn't necessarily in the neuroplasticity intracranially, what can we do in the brain. The focus is in how we can improve our rehab techniques. So the core of stroke rehab is re repetition and functional use. So something that is meaningful both to our, our brains and to our bodies functionally it is associated with better outcomes. So as opposed to just moving my arm like this, moving my arm like this to bring a spoon to my mouth, and then repeating that intensively early and after the stroke, those are kind of the keys to improving your stroke recovery and neuroplasticity, which is why it's so important that you get into rehab as soon as you can. The second you're medically stable and acute, we bring them over to start that rehab process. Thank you, Dr. Majorek. Is there anything else that you would like our viewers to know about stroke rehab? What I want you to know is that I think it's really a scary, understandably scary time in a patient's life after they've had a stroke. There are a lot of questions and you need someone and you need a team, ideally, to help you go through that process, not only to prevent further stroke and further damage, but to recover what you can and find a quality of life where you can live the life that you want independently as possible. That's what we're all about at Rehab, and that's what we can help you do here. Um, so if you come and, and I'm, I have the pleasure of taking care of you or your family member, we'll, we'll try to do just that.
Thank you very much. Thank you.